Uh, <laughs> this is the Progs. The Progs. The Progs. I said Progs. Okay, skip that. No, skip, yeah. This is the Pogs. The Pogs. What am I saying? Progs and Pogs. <laughs> this is the Pogs. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Remember Will or Ari? Yes. No. You're talking. Are you? You're talking Land of the Lost. Yeah. See, I knew this. See, okay. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Dense. Right. Yep. How did Grumpy swallow anything though? <laughs> when he opens his mouth, there's no place for anything to yeah. go. Don't don't do this, Doug. What? Tear up that show? You shouldn't like that show. That show is amazing. That's that a show. Great was, show. No, it was horrible. That show was written by sci-fi authors. It's it's well and ab- sneaky Pete Cleadow was the, yes. the pyramid. It is so far above intellectually above anything else that was happening at that time. I'll grant you, you the acting was out of sight. But, Not the oh. acting and the special <laughs> effects were bad. But what, I, what's the little caveman? What what Chaka? They just Chaka. Threw, they threw everything. Let in me tell you something about it. And a slee stack. Slee stacks are spooky. Still, those are spooky, yeah. spooky things. They're so fast. <laughs> well, okay. Zombies are scary, and you can outrun them. Remember the sleep stack that could talk? Yeah, Enoch. Yep. Oh, that's too much. Tony Tony just made a confession. What he was knows, the confession? Well, you know, I made a confession, much. too. I, I own those on DVD. I love that show. Yeah. And who's the guy that... Is that uh, the guy that played that Will did? is uh, living with some... Well, I lo- what I love about him is he went by... He only went by one name, Wesley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that works. He was for gay. I could tell he was gay even when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we used to have a lot of fans in California. <laughs> That's going to be an outtake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, but anyway, this is uh, sleep stacks were useful when making fun of someone you know that was who the, can't wake up in the morning like my the, wife. Those I were, always go. Those were uh, that was the uh, UCL UCLA basketball team. Will uh, now what's his name? The tall uh, I say tall. He's a basketball player, but the uh, like some famous NBA player was a sleep stack. Really? Yeah. No. Well, they were spooky. It's no, not it fair that he got two gigs like that. Bill, uh, Bill. Oh, Bill Walton. Bill Walton was a sleeve stack. That guy would do anything. He would. He was the well, drummer man, for the. Their, why were those Grateful little Dead. jewels? All those jewels were stuck to the wall. Just like, oh, these happened to crystals, grow. not jewels. Crystals. And you put them together, yeah. and they could blow they things could blow up. Things you had up. to put them together in the right why didn't way. The sleeve stack oh. get rid of all the of them. The sleeve stack didn't know they were primitives. I Actually, they, they weren't. They were. They were they, aliens or something. No, no, no. They were. Uh, no, they were. They were. They were, uh, in, they were in uh, Al- Alsatians. Is what they were. That's what Enoch was. And the Slee Stack were his. Uh, at the Alsatians ended up destroying their planet, and they ended up. The Slee Stacks were what beca- what they became. Like a part of France that Germany invaded in World War Two. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Alsatian. That's going to be a good outtake. <laughs> yeah. This is probably going to be a separate recording. Anyway. Next um, time we can't make <laughs> the Slee Stack episode. Marshall, Will, and Holly <laughs> on a routine expedition. Why was that routine? And where'd they fall off a deal? No, but the greatest it. earthquake ever known. Ever, ever, since, that does, ever no, since Gilligan's Island got completely abandoned from the rest of the world in a three-hour trip. Yeah, uh, everybody thinks you can just. Well, the other thing is. The well, the thing that didn't understand. I didn't. I never. Raft. 
like their uncle falls through the same thing. That's, but the dad. that's because the dad. I know the dad was like, sh- I'm he done didn't want to do the show yeah, after two seasons, so they brought their uncle think, back. I don't and think they ended up living missed. in the, the third season. They ended up living in the lost city. They left the cave yeah, and moved they, into they, the lost city. Like, no. Hell with this. Sure is a love, nice cave. Love, love yeah. that show. That's love good it. Good show. Good show. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Oh anyway. yeah, we're doing a podcast, aren't we? Yep. We got. I got a little thank you, Jam. All right. We have a new uh, a new area. Look at the last five uh, five episodes, and someone has creeped up Pampano Beach, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Pampano. Pompano. Pompano. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you can say Pampano. We're Texans. We and I used to live your, in Pampa. Uh... Um, so these guys came out of nowhere, and they're catching up with uh, Alberta. They're they're almost to your hometown, San Angelo, <coughs> J.M. Is so, that right? Uh, yep. I don't know what's going on with them, but we sure appreciate it and welcome them. To the This Is Spinal uh, Tap family. Vinyl. Yeah, Did I remember? say spinal? Yeah. I think you this did. is uh, we welcome you to the this is vinyl tap family. Uh spi- spinal taps taken and we would never want to <laughs> yeah, take a name someone else that, has. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. And what and what he's thinking I, is I'm sorry. I, I listened to Walker Hayes <laughs> and I'm unfamiliar with Andy Warhol. <laughs> Andy Warhol, you 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 know his work. If you've ever uh, seen the Campbell's soup can uh, painting, you've seen the versions of Marilyn Monroe. He was not just a um, uh, he was an, an artist, but he was also kind of a uh, was he avant garde? He I don't know if you'd call him so much. He's more pop art. Yeah, I he would was say. pop art. And and what his thing was, I mean, he was he was fascinated with fame. Yeah, but it was also about. I mean, it's kind. He kind of is a precursor to where we are today, because his whole thing was how fame, fame is fleeting, but it's also uh, just under the surface. Like anybody can get yeah. famous based on what they're like, what's going on. Yeah. So he would he would do things uh, based on that concept. And one of the reasons he wanted to get the Velvet Underground involved was he wanted to show his movies. He wanted to yeah. do this mixed media thing with them as well. Yeah, so he, would, he had something called the Plastic and plastic Explosion Inevitable, um, which had the Velvet Underground would be playing at his, uh, basically his uh, studio, which he called the factory. And he would have these kind of big, he'd call them happenings. And that one of those was the one of the happenings was the plastic explosion inevitable. And you would have, uh, you have Mylar balloons blown up and, and weird projections on the band while they were, while they were playing. And, um, that's kind of, he was kind of their muse for a little while, but he was uh, Andy Warhol. And that whole scene to me can be summed up in my mind as psychedelia meets John waters. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bizarre, weird, yeah. Stuff wallowing in the filth, right? You know, I every time I read a story about the 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 um, factory or something, I I almost want to go take a shower. It just seems yeah, it like, just seems just like the really. There, there was, is it possible that you're just not deep? <laughs> well, there was it was some strange stuff. There was I, you know now it'd be kind of tame, but back then there were you know, they would have uh, transsexuals in there. That, that was a big 
Well, that was the whole big thing of the music scene in New yeah. York at the time was this gender bending, like nothing, yeah. no holds barred, everything's what it is. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't think it was deep at all. I don't, I, Andy Warhol, I don't think was, and I think he'd be the first to tell you he wasn't deep. It was all about kind of shock. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it was weird to be shocking, not, not, uh, anyway. Yeah. So they go so into all the- this time I've been trying to be deep. Uh, <laughs> that's the wrong road. I don't know. Well, um, yeah, and when, it's funny when you talk about Andy Warhol producing, because I think his biggest contribution was he told Lou Reed to go write some cuss words. Yeah. Because they well, didn't cuss at the time. None, and, of their, none of their songs had curse words in it, and Andy Warhol's like, you got to put curse words in these songs, again, yeah. to shock, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Lou Reed credits uh, Warhol with uh, keeping everybody else off their back, because they, they said, well, as long as he's producing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it eventually got picked up by MCA or not? No, MGM. Yeah. MGM had a record label at the time, and uh, they were. John Cale still seems bitter about this. Evidently, they were battling for um, the record label's money with Zappa. Really? Yeah, and they said, "Well, the Velvet Underground's got Andy Warhol. We don't need to worry about them. Let's put our focus on making sure that Zappa oh. gets out there." Okay. So John Cale seems to have a chip on his shoulder about that. Um, mm-hmm. Every when I when when I read interviews with him from that time period, he always brings up the fact that MGM did not support them in the way that they did Frank uh, Zappa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now we might do that album one day on this podcast. Is that the second most iconic album cover we've done? <laughs> it probably is. Uh, maybe the most. Yeah. More than uh, Dark Side of the Moon? Oh, we haven't done that. Well, we just touched on, we it. Touched yeah. on we, it. We said it was overrated, and then we all praised it. Yes. <laughs> I think I think it comes uh, in after after uh, Dark Side of the Moon, as far as recognize, being recognizable. Yeah. It never sold anything like that. But well, yeah. I think it is, it's a banana. Yeah, I think you're right in the sense that people see the Dark Side of the Moon image, and they know, oh, that's Pink Floyd. People see the banana, and they think, oh, it's Andy Warhol. They that's don't necessarily right. think it's the Velvet, Velvet Underground. Underground. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, it is the Velvet Underground, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And Nico. Yeah. And Nico. <laughs> so they make that album. <laughs> <laughs> and she sang what song by Jackson Brown that we covered already? These days. These days. Then she, yeah, so Nico leaves after the first album. I think she only sang three songs on the first album. Femme Fatale. Didn't she sing Venus in first? No, that Lou Reed sings that. Oh, wait. No, she sang Femme Fatale, um, All Tomorrow's Parties, and I don't know what was the other one. I can't remember. The one Doug mentioned. No, no. She didn't do Sunday morning. She no. was supposed to do uh, Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, but Lou Reed wouldn't give it up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it needed his That's bites. a, uh, well, <laughs> yeah. That's a theme that uh, moves through this band before he leaves. Oh, I'll be your mirror. That's ah, the other one she right. sings, yeah. Um, 